Coming to you live. It's a beautiful day here in Chicago. It is the Body of Boys podcast. I am your co-host, Nathan Cordero. And I am your co-host, Ernesto Gonzalez. How you doing, my boy? What's up? How we doing? Ah, uh, man. I, honestly, dude, I, I feel great. You know, it's you, summer's around the corner. That's I feel true. it. I feel it. It's, it's you know, the sun's a little little shiny, a little brighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was cleaning my garage this morning. You know, people were out washing their car. I don't know. It feels, you know, there's a new vibe in. So, I'm happy. Turn the corner. That's what's up. Yeah, man. No, no. It's uh, this this whole... Well, it's been a little chilly this week, but I'm looking forward to this n- upcoming week. 70s. Mm-hmm. 70s and 80s. That's God yeah. bless America. You know? Sweet spot. Yeah, man. You know, but, man, what you been up to this week? How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Uh, This week has been... Been, been a grind, but not in like a bad way. Uh, Just a lot of, like... Uh, applying for jobs, uh, video editing, photo editing, research, just looking into different gear, but yeah. also uh, a couple things for the business. I got to do some paperwork, but uh, yeah, it's been good all around. Um, it's uh, been productive. Less 2K this week, more actual work, you know. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Now we, uh, we were together last week uh, for Mother's Day uh, in the morning. Uh, with my organization, uh, we were at 360 Chicago. You want to talk about that? Your first uh, kind of published. You wanna, is it your first one technically? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. First, yeah. Uh, first, first real gig, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, it was really dope. Um, I think it was a really great event. First, first and foremost, um, that y'all put on for the community, um, and a good turnout. Uh, great people, great energy, uh, especially considering it was Mother's Day morning, 8 a.m., but a lot of bright smiles, great energy, good seeing, uh, good seeing the moms, good seeing the kids, mm-hmm. good seeing the youth, um, bringing people together, being active, some, something I'm passionate about. Um, but I think on the gig side, it was just good getting that experience, you know, and taking those, like, mental notes afterwards, what could I have done better, what did I like, what did I not like, Yeah. then just putting it all together afterwards, and uh, I was pleased with how it turned out, you know, like, I was telling uh, Zindi the other day, I was like, this is what I would have done better, this is what I would have done different, but mm-hmm. overall, I was like, I felt, felt pretty good after the experience, so. Yeah, man, no, no, I was, uh, you know, I was, when, you know, Ray and I started this thing, I was, the one thing I was like, if I could do one event, it was, it was always for Mother's Day. You know, I I just uh, I, I think I would say confidently that like moms in, in Latino culture, especially Mexican culture, it's like this top tier. It's like mm-hmm. you know, a list. You know, it's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the the it's, it's Coke versus you know RC. <laughs> I mean, even though RC is good too, but yeah. you know, it's the moms are just the best, dude. I, I love my mom, and I and I always wanted to kind of showcase showcase it kind of to the world uh our, our, my appreciation not just to my mom but to all moms out there you know they're the ones holding it down in in, in the neighborhoods that we live in uh mm-hmm. and i think uh they don't i mean they, they deserve more love not that they don't get it they just deserve more and more so i think it was dope uh i got a bunch of moms up there with their kids uh and then uh, you know our partner there uh, sh- uh they uh <laughs> He gave the moms free uh, drinks. Yeah. 
and some of them got a little yeah that yeah. <laughs> was fun dude yeah <laughs> and, uh, i, I love seeing them you know have a good time and it was good man we took them back to the hood and and we you know uh, we were with them for in the morning too so it was just an overall good event and it was good to see them have fun hopefully more to come uh there at 360 uh but uh it was the our first real like how would I put it? It's like a first real event as an organization, too. You know, where we had some, like, vendor or, or like, I don't know, like, more than just, like, the internal kids. Yeah. Or like, yeah. the parents and, and maybe some outside people, too. For sure. So, it was also a test for us, and I'm glad we pulled it off. Definitely. Yeah. Great job. But, uh, yeah, today's topic, bro, I think it's actually something that I'm surprised we haven't talked about. Um, but I'm glad we are now, is, uh, you know, role models and mentors. That's correct. You know, I think uh, as we grow, uh, both you and I individually, in our careers, as a person and everything, we, we kind of look towards people to guide us because we don't know everything, you know. I personally have, uh, I have a lot of role models uh, and, and two mentors that I really look into, um, but you know i guess you know I'll kick it off with you man like th- how about this let's start this as a kid who who was your role model you know let's let's look pre like pre-college oh pre-college yeah pre-college uh, that's, that's, uh, yeah. pre-college is definitely my dad yeah. um i feel like that's like a pretty common theme yeah if your dad's in your life you look up to your dad yeah. um but definitely the biggest role model for me at that age um, and then beyond that, um, a couple like sports figures, um, but the real, the real, the real person was definitely my dad like, growing up. Um, yeah. I think, and it's interesting cause I feel like when you're young, you're like naive. Mm. Uh, so like you, s- you see the world so differently. Um, and I think getting to college really like messed with me psychologically and like how I viewed my dad um, because like when I got to college you do more critical thinking I guess mm-hmm. or you get, when that, you're in that age in general you do yeah. more critical thinking it doesn't really matter if you're in college but um, so like I, I looked at my dad in a very different light uh, after when I, when I was like kind of like 19, 20, 21 mm-hmm and I kind of realized just not even just my dad, but in general, I kind of looked at my family as like perfect for like a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't be wrong, I knew like our life wasn't like perfect, yeah. but like I didn't really see their flaws that much. And then I started to see the flaws like as I got older and was just more like I guess aware. Mm-hmm. And then that was like really hard for me because um, I think I really strong with the r- word role model in general um, as I got older. Um, but it was one of those things where, like, you get old and you're like, this is the person I, like, look up to for all these years. And it's kind of disappointed. And not not say I'm disappointed my dad. I'm not at yeah. all. But um, it's like, I think in general, a lot of kids uh, struggle with, like, seeing their parents as actual people beyond just your parents. Mm. So, like, if you think about like 
your mom and your dad is like yeah. just regular like how you look at somebody else and obviously you never yeah. look at them that way yeah. but if you like take into consideration like how you would criticize as a regular adult um and i think or not even just criticize but just examine i guess mm-hmm. is probably a better word yeah um observe but i think that's something i really struggle with because i kind of just had this like idea of like perfection and i think that also carried over into like not just my dad but like other people i look to as like role models like growing up um and i think it's interesting because uh when i was kind of reaching that age the way our society kind of shifted was we we started really looking very hard into people uh i know we've talked about like cancel culture on the pod before but just like a lot of my role models end up getting canceled. Like <laughs> it's like it's always kind of like hitting that age. Are you talking about like 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 celebrity role models? Celebrities, like athletes, yeah. uh, entertainers, whatever yeah. word you want to use. Like famous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was really hard for me too. You know, yeah. uh, seeing that like all my like role models at that age are then kind of just like being like put down. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself because I know we started taking it to another layer. No, no, no. I, I, I want to kind of go back to your pops. Yeah. You know, um, so, okay, so you hit that, that college age and you're saying that you felt uh, disappointed. Yeah. In the new light that you see your dad in. Yeah. So does that mean you didn't, at, at that point, see him as a role model anymore? Yeah. Really? Um, it was like. It's like my dad was like close to filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. He like asked for like two thousand dollars. Yeah. I gave it to him because I had it. Yeah. Uh, and then I started like thinking back more, uh-huh. like on our childhood or my childhood, um, my sister's childhood, and just like some of like those like life decisions and like how they impacted me mm-hmm. and our family. And I was like, it's like, it's kind of like, oh man, like. Maybe I need to look up to other people, almost. <laughs> um, but I, going back to yeah. my point, though, is yeah, I think yeah. it's because I was taking it too serious. And, like, uh, mm. I put all my eggs in one basket mm. uh, in the sense that, like, because I looked at him as, like, this, like, great figure, mm-hmm. uh, it was hard for me to accept the flaws. Uh, it was very hard for me to accept the flaws. Um, well, more so not accept, see the flaws. Both, yeah. yeah. See and accept. Yeah. Um, and then, like, when, when you start to see him at first, at least for me, I, like, hyper-fixated on him. Um, mm. And I think uh, that was like, a v- that was, like, a very, like, slow process. Well, I shouldn't say slow because some people, I feel like, never actually make the adjustment. But, like I said, going back to seeing your, seeing your parent, especially if you looked up to your parent, mm-hmm. as, like, just an actual person who, like, is an adult like the rest of us who has all their own shit and baggage to deal with. Uh, is like, once you start looking at that and, like, peel back, it's like, oh, like, I get it now. But it yeah. took me so long because, like, there's, like, certain things I would, like, when I was around that age where I would just, like, like I said, I hyperfixate on the flaws. Like, I would mm-hmm. just, like, hold, hold it against them almost. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, not teach me certain things or just certain things about the way he is or, like, mm-hmm. how I got raised. And then, like, I remember, like, I just sort of really sat with it. And then one day I was like, why am I, like, being so critical? Like, I was like, he didn't even have a father. Mm. So, like, that's not even fair. Yeah. You know, uh, for me to even, like, have that sort of energy. Because, like, yeah. 
It's one of those things where like he did like what he thought was the best, yeah. but he had no lead ever. Yeah. He was just figuring it out, you know. Yeah, he had no role model. He had no role model. Yeah. Is, is it came? Is it related yeah, to being yeah. a father? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. No, he had like sure, like, and I've talked to him about it too. Like who were like his like father figures like mm-hmm. growing up, but he told me like they're flawed individuals themselves, you know. Who were, like he also had to realize that, um, and I think. Like I said, you know, I made I may have had to like make that like mental switch and adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, as it relates to as it relates to looking at him as a role model or like even entertainers, celebrity, it's why I've always really struggled with the word because I think I think my issue is with how we talk about it in society and culture is like yeah. we look at this person as like this whoever your role model is yeah, doesn't yeah. matter if your dad or somebody else. Yeah, uh, is this like be all end all that you just need to like attain to be. And it's like we're so like individual as humans Mm -hmm. that like that's not fair. But also it kind of it's kind of hard to examine the flaws when you put when you cast that like bright light, Mm. in my opinion. Mm. Um, And I think. uh, And I think in today's society uh, where everything's being recorded and like (laughs) everything's being tweeted out, there's receipts for everything. Mm It's like it takes it to an e- even other level. It's like because we've all done fucked up shit in our life, you know. Yeah. Like no one's innocent. Um, well, I I think that's part of it, you know. I think that's the the thing, you know, when people say uh, my role models is my role models. That I guess maybe I have a different definition of it. Yeah. Like yeah. let's say, I mean, just off the top of my head, right? Uh, athlete. I mean, let's look at uh, let's look at let's look at Messi, right? My, yeah, my yeah. favorite soccer player of all time, right? And everybody could say, like, oh, that's my role model. That's who I want to be when I grow up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's, you know, I mean, there's, you know, there's things that he has done where I'm like, well, you know, I'm not a fan of it, you know? But, yeah. I, but I think it's like there is no such thing as a perfect role model, or even like a 90% role model, you there know? There isn't, no. You know, it's just the, I think it's the, re- the way I see a role model is like, you know, this person somewhat reflects their their uh, life journey. Uh, ref- closely re- reflects. I've got some noisy neighbors. Yeah. Um, closely reflects my life journey, and I would love to mirror it and also maybe fix some of the flaws along the way that maybe they, you know, messed up in or whatever. Yeah, you know, because you know, like even for example, right? Like, like my family also filed for bankruptcy. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, you know, well, also half of America did back in '08. <laughs> so that's, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but it, it's one of those things where we're like, okay, well, you know, uh, this happened. Can I learn from my role model? So hopefully, that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. You know, like, uh, how can I best use their experience to? push me towards getting there and surpassing it for sure you know um but you know the the um, you know and you're right and especially in the next 30 years you know the the role models of tomorrow are going to be very much more uh known to have flaws you know yeah like dude like you know i i I am no role model and and i think you know I, i you know, I, I get like some of my cousins are like, oh, you know, you're, 
know, you do such great things. And I'm like, no, I really don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I, I try my best, and but I'm a very flawed human, and I fucked, I have fucked up a lot in my life. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of it uh, has, you know, it's out, I mean, it's on social media. Or, yeah, yeah. Or if it's not, it, it probably will be one day, and that's, but that's me. Yeah. You know, I have, that's just, I'm a flawed human, as, as all, all of us are. Yeah. No, I think um, it's interesting, too, because, like, I think the Messi example is a good example because, um, like, I was rewatching The Last Dance a couple yeah. weeks ago, uh-huh. and they bring up how, like, Michael Jordan wasn't really the most uh, outspoken on social issues didn't yeah. when, he, when his playing career, didn't yeah. really say anything. And they bring up the example of how he didn't endorse uh, a Democratic candidate uh, publicly yeah. um, back in, like, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and instead, the incumbent who done some fucked up things got reelected. Yeah. Uh, specifically, fucked up things that targeted the black community in North yeah. Carolina. Um, and the big quote was like, apparently, like some reporter like caught wind of like something Michael Jordan said on the bus. Yeah. And he said the reason he didn't publicly endorse uh, the candidate, he actually donates the campaign. He didn't like publicly endorse. He just donated. But he just um, donated? yeah. Oh, okay. But he never said like. Uh, I Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he never said, "Oh, like this is my guy." You know, yeah. like vote for him. You know, yeah, it was yeah. just like he gave the contribution. That was it, uh, and it was like no one really publicized the contribution yeah. either. So, especially like this is like the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they got quoted saying like, uh, "Republicans buy sneakers." Yeah. Uh, that was like the famous quote, mm-hmm. uh, infamous quote, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because um, I had a conversation about that. Uh, with Zindi and I was like it's interesting because like not not to get too far off the subject but this all kind of relates in a way uh, it's like like I said there's this expectation because he is a quote unquote role model because he's this athlete that he needs to do the quote unquote right thing mm-hmm. and for society's expectations I was publicly endorsing uh, that candidate and uh, not doing it left a bad taste in people's mouth which is why it was like yeah. a news story even uh-huh. in the 90s um and like i think people had a really like bad taste in their mouth to the Repu- republicans buy sneakers mm-hmm. uh comment yeah. but i was telling zindi i was like it's not wrong like republicans do buy sneakers yeah. um and i'm not even saying and that at a basic know, level he's looking at it through a business lens and i you know and and it's like what i what i was what i was saying is i was like does michael jordan become as wealthy as he is as a black man if he doesn't acknowledge that and just says, I need to be this social voice, yeah. X, Y, Z, especially in like that point in time mm-hmm. um, in the 90s where like it was definitely not like People as cool of a thing to do. Yeah. Um, and like uh, not say that like all oh, getting money is everything like but I'm just saying like. Very, f- very few people that look like him have gotten to that level of status. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things like he made a business decision, like you said. And I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's wrong, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things you're like, it's things like that get held against you. You look at like cracks in uh, people's uh, yeah, armors, they yeah, like yeah. to say. Uh, like I remember uh, for me, uh, someone I really looked someone I still look up to creatively is like Kanye. I know we talk about Kanye several times. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let me get some, let me get some actual. Uh, I'm going to let you cook. Let me give you some time, ta- like some, some timing of particular uh, yeah. of what, what point in time I'm talking about. Uh, 
Um, so this is <laughs> 2018, I think. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> or tw- 2017, 2018. Okay. So like, if you think about that point in time. It's uh, post-Life of Pablo. It's like a little bit after Life of Pablo. Yeah, about yeah. a year, year and a half. Ago. So at that point in time, kind yeah. of, I know, kind of, it's been like canceled like eight different times after that. Yeah. But um, yeah. this is like not that much stuff had really happened outside yeah. of his like mental breakdown mm. during the Pablo tour. Yeah. And like and a couple things from the past that were like pretty small when you look at what's happened since. Yeah. Um. This actually, is before. This yeah. is before the Red Hat too. This, this is, is what this this is actually oh. no this is like during no uh, we're, we're no this, if you're if you're talking eighteen that is Red Hat that's prime oh. Red Hat no it was right before actually right before it was right before okay. no I remember because that hadn't happened yet okay. no 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 this okay. is twenty seventeen then so this is uh this is this is like a year after Pablo the year after Pablo yeah okay so he was going through it going through it yeah, yeah. yeah. this yeah. is before Red Hat okay. uh. And I was telling someone, like, I was like, oh, yeah, but, like, those albums mean so much to, uh, to, uh, like, my life. I'm, uh, I'm with you, dude. I mean, uh, actually, no, I feel like I'm getting the year wrong. Is there, I want to yeah. make sure I get this right. Fuck, this was 2018. Uh, <laughs> 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 this is prime red hat, bro. No, this is, this is Kid C Ghost Time. That's Kid why C I remember Ghost, it. Ooh, great album. This is Kid C Ghost great Time. Great album. Which is an important part of this, this yeah. Uh, story. Yeah. And like, like I said, like, yeah. uh, I looked at him as a role model. Yeah. He supported me, yeah. um, several times, mm-hmm. uh, as did most of my other role models. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like something you have to deal with ultimately. Yeah. Um, like you said, like, it really depends on how you look at the word yeah. and like you take certain parts of somebody, but, um, no, I remember I was like talking to someone about this, uh, cause for me, like. I always tell people the Kid See Ghost album like saved my life, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm not even saying that like mm-hmm. an exaggeration. Yeah. Like I was like ready to end it all. Then I was like on mm-hmm. a plane and I heard that album and I was like, no, I think like you should actually like live tomorrow. Like yeah. I remember having that thought. Yeah. Like dead ass. So like to me like that was like therapeutic music. Not mm-hmm. not even just Kid See Ghost, but I remember yeah. that specific album when yeah. it came out. Uh-huh. So like I remember I was having conversations with somebody and they're like, oh, but uh, yeah, you can't support Kanye no more. Yeah. Uh, in any which way at all, like you yeah. just need to cancel him, and I was like, it doesn't work like that for me though, because like it's personal. No, no, I'm with you too, bro. Um, and it's like, <coughs> like I said, I don't support a lot of things he's done over mm-hmm. the years, uh, especially recently. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like it'd be right to just dismiss it. That album that had meaning in my life. Yeah. No, no. Or th- that artwork had meaning yeah. in my life. It still does to this day. Yeah. No. Um, Kanye has. Uh, I mean, I'm wearing his shoes right now. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, for me, it was uh, 20, the, the Yeezus tour. You know, when Yeezus yeah, came yeah, out yeah, yeah. for 20, me, 2013. I was uh, 2013. I was a junior slash senior in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was, I mean, you know, I, I didn't want to go to college. I just wanted to chill, dude. Yeah, I, I was gonna go into the navy and kind of had my whole like in my head I had my life figured out right. Yeah. Uh, but for more so, I just wanted to like leave Chicago. I just wanted to leave. And yeah, yeah. Kind of start something else, right? Um, but I didn't know why. I didn't know yeah, why. And yeah. for me, that album when I heard it the first time, I mean, first of all, if, I mean, this was oh shit, ten years ago. Yeah. Fuck. Um, it it was so different. Hundred percent. It was probably the most different album 
you know, for like the next two years or so. Yeah. You know? And and what I mean there is I literally mean like sound wise, not like oh bars are hard or whatever. Yeah, There's yeah. always bars that are hard, right? But like more so like the sound. Like this like even like on site. Yeah, yeah. Like all the fucking uh auto tune and, and, and uh I don't know what to call the little what's the thing that synthesizer? That synthesizer, yeah. yeah. The use of that went crazy, right? But also, I mean the message behind it was like like fuck fuck you guys. I I love myself. Yeah. You know, like I, 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 like I love me and 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 my people love me and that's all I really care about. Yeah. You know, because any other artist put something out like that, not only is it a flop, it's like the the end of a career. Yeah. But for him, he was like, I'm so confident in myself that my worst work will be better than your best work. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, like that that goes hard. And and. To me, that was kind of told me that, like, you know what, like, just, you know, you gotta love yourself and you gotta have confidence in yourself, yeah. even when no when no one else has confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that that was that was it for me. Like, I was like, you know what, fuck, I'll try this college thing out. I hate school. I I still do. Yeah. You know, but I know that maybe maybe actually now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I was just scared of failing in college. For sure. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I only applied to two schools, and you know, miraculously, I got into both of them. Um, and then I decided to go, and kind of, you know, the rest is history. But all that to say is, like, he gave me the confidence to say, you know, have confidence in yourself because no one else will. And from there, you know, folk, and you can kind of figure it out on 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 your own merit and shit. So. Exactly. Well, I think what's interesting is like obviously we started off with, with Kanye's the most controversial. Yeah. But because uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of young men, black and brown men, especially who are into hip hop, rap, you know, they do look up to artists uh, yeah. in some type of way. Uh, so like, you know, you c- you could like nitpick the shit out of like most artists, which is a crazy thing. Yeah. And that's what I'm going back to like this. Yeah. Like you always find the flaws, and then like it's like it's like you got to figure out how to accept that. Yeah. So like, like Jay Z was like very well respected, still cheated on Beyonce. <laughs> um, so it's like if I say if I say Jay Z's my role model, do I do I support infidelity? Uh, <laughs> um, or like an even better example, yeah. uh, just because this is all very recent. Yeah. Uh, that we at least recent that we found out. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick, who what the fuck did Kendrick do? I mean, you heard the album, like man, you heard that last album. We talking about fucking oh, white bitches oh, and uh, oh, yeah. spending all his money on like regular rapper shit. Yeah, because yeah. like he was all. I mean, man, the man had an album called Good Kid, Mad City, yeah, yeah. and he had this this yeah, image. I, I guess when you're yeah, this yeah, media constructed yeah. image that he yeah. was the the good kid who yeah. did things right because he didn't flaunt his wealth. Yeah. He was he was an activist. Yeah, uh, he he thought intellectually about issues in the black community. Yeah. And then this man literally went on an album and said they want me to be pro-black, but I'm more Kodak black, yeah. who's seen as a not as intellectual yeah, rapper yeah. Um, in the eyes of the media. And then talked about how he's fucking white bitches, yeah. while, while cheating on his uh, yeah. wife, who he has yeah. kids with, okay. and said, I bought cars too, y'all just didn't see it. So, and what was nice about that was, like, he got to spoil his own story. It wasn't like the media was yeah. like, oh, Kendrick, yeah. you fucking white bitches. Yeah. Um, but... What I'm saying is, like, no matter who you look at, you'll yeah. find the cracks in the pavement 
So, like, it's why me personally, uh, you know, I think you brought a good point. It depends on how you define the word. Yeah. But me personally, I get caught, really caught up in societal context we use the word. Yeah. And I really don't like the word because of that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, the, uh, yeah. the word role model. That's why, like, I always have. Actually, and it has actually brought me into, like, sometimes I'll, de- like, I believe in my definition of a word so much that when I use it, it's in the wrong Mm. Like, like context That's, of yeah, things, yeah, yeah. and my friends will be like, "I don't think you're using that correctly." Yeah, like for real. Yeah, yeah. and then I'll look it up, like, "Oh shit!" But like in my head, it made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and but like, you know, I, I have very uh, bad memory also, yeah. so like when I learn whatever I want to learn, and I just keep it in my head like that, it'll always stay like that. So like That's to me, like when again moving forward, like I I would still think of a role model as someone that, you know. I I know their flaws and I will, you know, accept them with their flaws and I will figure out how to get there without those flaws, you know, type of thing. That makes sense. Um, But yeah, dude, I I mean, I think like, you know, our parents are very flawed humans. Exactly. Uh, You know, we will be flawed. We are and will be more flawed humans. And but I think um, that's one thing that I always tell, uh, you know, kids that I, you know, work with or, you know, my men mentees yeah i tell them hey man like uh well first of all find a mentor i like their mentor a lot better yeah. because of that because i feel like mentors if they do the job right that's my thing though that's always been my thing it's, yeah and i think uh you know the thing about a mentor is someone that you want to have that well here's i mean there's different types of mentors too right are, like, you yeah. know there's professional personal whatever yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. be right uh, personally like I would say I only have like, yeah, not to get too cheesy, but even like, like Ray, like, you know, I mean, we work, dude, I, I, again, I see this guy 10 hours a day. All the fucking time. Yeah. You know, every fucking day. Yeah. I see this guy. Like, I, every fucking day, bro. I'm going to see him, like later yeah, on yeah, today, yeah. bro. Uh, but I, I, I definitely learn a lot from him too. And, you know, I think shit, we might be mentors to each other in different ways. You know, because I, I, you know, I have, we confide in ourselves so much different things that, you know, I, I, I approach life, well, sit, situations in life differently because of him. You know, I mean, I always kid around and I tell him he's old as shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's yeah. only, he's only like six years older than me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but those six years adds up to a shit ton more experience than I have. For sure. You know, so, you know, I, 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 you know, he's, he's a. He's like uh, a non-verbal agreement mentor of mine, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, how do I find? How can I say this without? I haven't really sought out a mentor where I can ask someone, "Hey, can you mentor me?" Type of thing. Oh yeah, me I, neither. I, I, yeah. But I, I think I need to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, especially where I'm at professional. Well, I'm more so talking professionally too. Gotcha. Where I'm at professionally, I do need someone where I can ask for un is the word untethered advice. I think so. Sure. Yeah. I think I'm using it right. Yeah. Uh, untethered advice uh, towards my goals and how to approach them the best way. But the problem is also, dude, like, you know, especially in in the industry that I'm in, like my if I would choose a mentor, it almost have to be in like the corporate world and not yeah, the non-profit yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah, for a variety of reasons. For sure. But, 
Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely need someone where I can like, hey man, I need help and I look up to you and I'm sure, I'm sure you've been through it the same way I have in one way mm. or another. And I was wondering if you could help me out. And I'm sure there's gonna be people that want that that want to give that type of advice. Um, but I need to kind of seek that out too. Um, but yeah. No, that's real. I feel like. I feel like you and Ray balance each other out really well. Uh, you and Ray balance each other out really well. Uh, y'all's like differences in approach mesh really well together. Mm. I would say. Uh, not to say that, like anything's right or wrong. Just yeah. like how y'all both go about things is different. Mm-hmm. But I think it like works when you combine the skills together. Uh, it was funny when we were, uh, I was talking to Ray last week. I was like, "Damn, this motherfucker kind of remind me of, like older version of myself in a weird way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that I, I was like, "This m- he feels like advanced me," but like, no, 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 we're like the same in a lot yeah. of ways. But I was like, certain qualities of him, I'm like, remind me of like like a like a, a wiser, older version yeah. of myself. Uh-huh. But uh, but no, I think going back to mentor, it's weird because like I like technically have a mentor right now uh-huh. or like. Oh, in an official capacity yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, like, the first time in my life. Uh-huh. Uh, but for the most part, like, mentors for me have always been, like, what I call, like, quasi-mentors or, like, mm-hmm. they weren't officially my mentor by any mm-hmm. means, but it was, like, definitely someone I, like, reached out to for, like, advice, questions, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I think, I think what's interesting is, like, um, I think I've always gotten along, like, well with, like, older people. Yeah, which is like really helped me. Same, same here, dude. All my friends. Yeah. For them, actually, I would say ninety percent of my friends are older than me. And yeah, you're, you're yeah, one yeah. of the ten percent. I'm one of the ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy because like when I was uh, when I was in college as a freshman. Yeah. Hung out only with seniors. Yeah. Um, like pretty much only with seniors, yeah. which sucks because they graduate at the end of the year and they're gone. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Lonely as <yes>, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember one of my friends, uh, uh, my friend Taylor, uh, he's my yeah. attorney brother actually, um, he asked me one day, he's like, why do you hang out with us? <laughs> he was just yeah. like legitimately yeah. curious. I was like, what do you mean? Like, all dope people. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, nah, like, he's like, this, he's like, you're a freshman and like what freshmen do is like they hang out with freshmen yeah. and like all freshmen are very fickle. I was like, I was like, fickle, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, I'm going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like basically like they hang around and they just like jump from like group to group. Like oh, they don't really, they don't right. really like hang with the same crowd. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, I don't really move like that. Like yeah. I was like to me, like y'all dope people and like we're kind of about the same shit in one way or another. So yeah. like I'm, I'm going to keep hanging out with y'all. Like yeah. that's really all it is. Uh, I was like, I feel like I'd be learning from y'all because, uh-huh. like, you know, like, I'm 18, y'all 22, yeah. 23, whatever. Uh, and he goes, and he goes, oh, he goes, oh, that's real. But uh, I, just, I just feel like in general, like, I usually have, like, better relationships with, like, older people. Um, mm-hmm. um, so that's just, I guess, sometimes it leads you into more mentorship because of that. It does, dude. You know, my in, like, in high school, uh, all my fr- – well, no, I mean, I – well, I was – very much well the, the soccer team we we definitely all hung out together right and i had my core group of like friends from my age group and shit but my freshman year like i hung out with a lot of seniors and juniors which in high school is even a different dynamic yeah, right? you know? yeah, yeah. um but i think the re like creo que les caí bien. They, they just <laughs> fuck with me bro like, yeah yeah and and uh, but you know it was weird because they always took me in right like 
I think it, it, it was like jokingly, and then like, but they also like protected me, cause they would um, like you know we, since I would be hanging out at their at their crib and a FIFA session would turn into a fucking party, and I mean these guys were seniors right? They would just call people up, they would bring something, and then more people would show up, and next thing you know it's yeah. just a full on party. Yeah. And they would always like make sure to take me home. Like, yeah, they would yeah. be like, "Nah, little maguito, this is not for you, bro. This is not for you. Go, go home." Yeah. And I'd be like, "Nah, I want to stick around. I want to stick around." They're like, "Nah, get your ass home." And they yeah. would like take me home. Yeah. And then they go back to their party. And and now like I was just with them uh, last week at the fire game. Yeah. And well, I'm not drinking right now for uh, until Memorial Day, so I was eating them, and they were like, "Bro, remember when we would." <laughs> <laughs> take you home and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, from the party. So now you're taking us home. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, returning the favor, dog. Circle, like, <laughs> <laughs> and they were having fun. I was good. I was happy for them too. Like they were all getting lit, and you know, I was just, I was DD for that day. And but all all of this to say is like, you know, I think my relationship with like older people has always been just because I, I I'm just I just want to learn. That's always been my thing. Yeah. I yeah. want to learn. Uh, not, not not in a professional sense, like learn like, like life, you know. Exactly. You know how do you approach, you know, uh, uh, a group gathering? How do you approach your family? How do you approach, you know, a problem? And you know, older people just have more experience. Even at the even at the age of fourteen or seventeen, mm-hmm. those three years of oh, extra yeah. experience is, is a lot. It's huge. And I like learning that with bro. And like you know, like even on a day to day, I see, you know, Ray raising his daughter and and. You know, being with his family, I'm like, okay, like I'm learning there too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I like learning, and I'm I'm hoping I retain that knowledge and use it now for the actual. Uh, for sure. When when you know it actually comes down to it, but but yeah, man. That's real. Yeah. So, I mean, role models and mentors. Uh, I think they're very important. I think it's like you know I think we discussed not getting into the semantics of things and, and yeah, definitely uh, accepting and, and also learning from their mistakes and, you know, always be, I, I always say, I mean, always be curious, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Um, you got a story. I do have a story. Yeah, I'm here. I, do, I haven't heard it, so. You haven't heard it. You yeah. don't like the story, actually. All right, all right tell me. Um, yeah, so yesterday, uh, my my guy, uh, my guy Derek hits me up. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yo, are you trying to hoop? There's these uh open runs at uh FFC in Gold Coast." Oh, okay. And I was like, "Oh, bet. I mean, yeah, never been there, but I've been to FFC, just not that location. Mm-hmm. Location's nice, bro. Yeah, uh, very Gold nice. Coast it is Gold Coast <laughs> though. Like I've been to other FFCs, yeah. and I was like, nah, this one's different. Yeah. Um, but no, so like." Uh, there's this guy I can't remember his last name, bro. Yeah. But uh, he's like a he's like a basketball trainer. Okay. Uh, his name's like Tim. Stockton? Like no, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, his name's Mr. Tim. Uh, I haven't really talked to him, but yeah. he just seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I maybe I first seen him like early in the year at a work event mm-hmm. in like January. But anyways, um. He kind of like leads these runs essentially okay. uh, at the FSC, and like they let us slide in for free. 
we just walked in and we're like, oh yeah, we know him. And they're like, oh yeah, just go right over there. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like you're charging us or anything, mm-hmm. which is great because you know that gym's expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. I know memberships there are like ninety, hundred dollars. So, um, but anyways, so we pull up, and uh, at first just like a bunch of regular guys, a bunch of randoms, you know. It's yeah. me and my guy Derek, and like we just pick up three and you know we jump in the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always tell myself, I'm like, all right, if my shot's not falling down, you know, I know I'm like a lockdown defender. So, yeah. like, I pride myself on that. I, hel- I held my guy scoreless. I didn't yeah. score, but, like, I held my guy scoreless. So I was like, all right, whatever. All right, Caruso. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, we'll get the next one. Yeah. Then uh, I look over, and we had to wait, like, two two games for all the right. next one. Because a lot of guys there. Uh-huh. I look over, and... Uh, Jabari Parker walks in the Oh shit. He walks in the he walks in the gym. Oh shit, okay. And at first I was like, Oh, that's I, I've seen him before. I met Jabari yeah. uh, last year. I met him uh, I met him in high school actually. Oh, uh, for real? Yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah. Well, um yeah. I don't know how he was then, but I yeah, feel like I he's, he was. I mean, he's yeah. just he was a kid. That's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no, I met him last year, super nice guy. Um but I was like, is he like Lacing up? Like, is he going to run? Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker jumps in a game, like, right away. You, oh. He's Jabari Park. doesn't have to wait, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, they should have made his ass wait, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's crazy, too, is, like, he had, like, the best team. Like, yeah. um, oh, the trainer him? played with him in the game. Oh, and, man. like, they had, like, one other guy who was pretty cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I'm, like, watching, and, like, they, like, they start off slow. Like, they're definitely, like, winning, but you can tell they're not, like, trying that hard. Yeah. Uh, like, that was clear to me. Um, and, like, the, f- the floor was kind of, like, really clustered. They weren't really spacing out that well yeah. to get, like, any ISOs or, like, good looks from three. Yeah. But, like, definitely won the game handily. Yeah. For sure. And then, like, our team has next. And I, like, look at my squad, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm the biggest person here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go guard Jabari. <laughs> you guarded Jabari? Yeah. Yo, get the fuck out! And like it was Yo. funny too. <laughs> That's lit, bro. Holy fuck! I was fuck. like, this, I was like, this motherfucker is all of six eight and like two forty or two fifty. Pure muscle, much he weighs. Bro. Pure muscle. Um, and to be honest, like, yeah. Like I said, you know, normally I'm like a lockdown defender, but <laughs> I, this is Jabari Parker, like <laughs> NBA fucking player, bro. So, like, I was like, all right, my strategy is to just, like, yeah. c- uh, contest the passing lane, not even let him get the ball. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, getting kind of physical with him just yeah. to deny him the ball. And yeah. then he just gives me one, like, like elbow bump. It was clean, you yeah. know. But, like, I was like, oh, this is grown man strength. I just, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you went to the league, league, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, uh, elbowed me. And I was like, oh, shit. And then he just turned the corner on me. Boom. No. <laughs> He, t- he let you know, bro. <laughs> he let me know right away. Um, I don't. We, we were trying to. We were keeping the score down. Yeah. Um, we were only playing a nine, yeah. which is like a really random number to play to. Yeah. But it's because we were trying to keep the games flowing. For sure, go fast. Yeah. But uh, this motherfucker probably like five of five of the nine points and all on me. Like nah. uh, we lost nine to two, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all scored? Yeah. Um, I had like a couple. I had a couple nice offensive rebounds, yeah. but like I, I didn't score Should shit, box bro. Box out. What's crazy is like I boxed him out, yeah, and like perfect technique, yeah. But he just rose over me, but like one of my uh, teammates like tapped the ball away from him, and oh, I was like just so thankful. barely, 
because like yeah. it was like perfect box out, but yeah. he's fucking six eight. Yeah, so six, like eight. he just rose up, and yeah. he he almost had that rebound, but then my teammate yeah. just jumped right before him, yeah. and they just tapped it the other way. And I was like, oh, thank God for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was about to be put on a highlight, bro. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy, bro. But, must, uh, must have been fun. No, it was fun, but uh, I, it was crazy too, cause I played. I play guys who went D one, guys who played D two, and like, what's crazy is like, uh, to me it wasn't really that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, I like guys play D one, like you could tell like they have yeah. a little bit deeper bag, but like, I usually can still hold my own. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying that I'm like out here getting buckets, but on the defensive end, like I'm yeah. fine. You know, yeah. like they might get me here and there, yeah. but no, like him right away, I was like, oh fuck, I was he's, like, he's one of four fifty, bro. He was one of the four fifty, yeah. you know, but uh, only four fifty of him. And according to Patrick Beverly, he's half of those guys aren't even good. So yeah, <laughs> he's one, he's probably one of two fifty. I mean, he got the yeah. too. Like he had his like knees get, get all fucked up. He tore his ACL, so like yeah. injuries kind of messed up his career. But uh, I mean, no, still that, hoop man. No, he's, he's still dog, he still went crazy. to the league. Yeah, he's yeah. a massive man, dude. That's Jeez. the thing. He's yeah. just he's just huge. He's yeah, I I've, I've guarded people prior to that. I guard people were like six five, six six. Yeah, and like. That's tough, but like six eight was just different. <laughs> six, six eight and just like like you know league strength, bro. That has That's to really what difference bro. was. Like I remember, dude. I shook Khalil uh, Max hand oh, uh, shit. once. Yeah. And this man gave me a grown man handshake. Bro. Yeah. And I was like, my God, you don't have to do that to <laughs> yeah. me, bro. Like you don't have to emasculate me like that. Yeah. So quick. He was like, how's it going, young man? And he went, boom. <laughs> and I was like, bro, my hand covered maybe two of his fingers, bro. Damn. I was just like, fuck, dude. He was like, you have a good one, man. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> fuck, dude. Nah, dude, that's crazy, man. You know, I, I I don't think I've ever played against a professional athlete, you know. So, yeah, it's definitely, you know, one time I was um, a security at, uh, at a soldier field uh, event. Yeah. And it was uh, the MLS All-Stars. Okay. Gotcha. So it was, uh, fuck. Slatan. Uh, was it Slatan? I don't know if you know. He might have came with AC Milan, now that I think about it. Mm. Yeah, but he was there, right? And the ball rolled over to my feet. I was on the field. And, dude, like, I wore my, my, my good, like, uh, my good sneakers. They're, they're not, like, soccer shoes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you can still kind of kick a ball really well with it. And I was like, dude, I'm never going to get another shot at this. Yeah. Right? Like, the ball rolled into my feet. Yeah. And he was outside. I was up by the corner. And he was over by the by the edge of the box. And, you know, I look at him. And, I'm and like, we make eye contact. And I'm like, I could have just given him a nice little pass on the ground. Yeah. You know? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to risk it. Yeah. I'm already, I got nerd. No, I was so, like, I can vividly remember. <laughs> Again, my memory is bad, but when you're talking about like a professional player, you you will remember. You're probably going to remember the Jabari thing for the rest of your life vividly. Oh, I mean, you the know? very first play. Yeah. Like, he had the ball on a fast <laughs> break against me, yeah. and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and gonna, like, there was nobody back a, there. We're going to have LeBron uh, memory. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he, he pivoted on the on the edge of this and, you know, kind of go detail by detail. Yeah. But I get it off the edge, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him a nice like curved pass that's going to land right on his feet. And I was like, I'm a, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, that's one thing I, I I could, I mean, if you're not a celebrity, I won't be nervous. So if I can give you a 40 yard pass, 30 yard pass to your feet, no questions asked, but obviously I was nervous. So I, you know, I'm like, fuck, let's try it. And he was at the edge of the box and I'm like, all right, it's about, let's see, 
from the corner to the edge of the box, what is that? 30 yards. Yeah. Yeah. And I kick it and it goes curves, bro, perfectly. And bah. he didn't have to move. Yeah. He, nice. he just he just stepped on it and he looked at me, he gave me the little thumbs up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's for me. That's for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But no, that's cool, dude. Damn. Uh, you told me your house. That's a dope experience. Yeah. So is, is is that the gym then to go to? I don't know. I think it's just like they're, they're using that gym for a little bit. Yeah. I don't think it's like a regular thing. It might per be se. The, the other gym, right? The really nice one. Yeah. Uh, what court is that on? That's the uh, athletic house? Nah. That's uh, 167 Green. Oh, okay. uh, I, I never remember the name of that building. Everyone just calls it Sky Gym or yeah, Sky 167 gym. Green. Yeah. It's the nicest court. But, uh, but no, nah, it was crazy as uh, – Doing, they're doing runs there too. My, my boy was telling me about, but I was like, oh, I can't get into those. Yeah. <laughs> those are like exclusive. But oh, shit, yeah. dude. That must have been dope. Yeah. Good shit. Um, yeah, man. You know, I think uh, I got to get going. I got something with the kids. For sure. All right, man. Well, you take it easy. Have a good weekend. We'll talk soon, bro. Take care. Peace. Right. Peace.